Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons. We are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today we have such an amazing guest, Nierka, the visionary creator and leader of life-changing experiences that invigorate business, relationship, and lives. She's a transformational leader and master coach who inspires, empowers, and guides people to update their mind OS to create meaningful fulfilling and successful lives on their terms, which we all freaking need right now. So excited to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I am thrilled to be with you. Yay. And I'm just already loving your vibes. Like you're just like bringing me to life on a Friday. Uh, Reflecting the mirror, sister. Yes. Okay. Yay. We like to start the show sharing what we're most excited about. I am most excited about, so my husband and I actually wrote a list of all the things that we want to do that make us feel alive (laughs) and make us feel like we're in like a state of bliss. So we just planned all these fun things to do this weekend. Like we're going to go to an open house. We're going to go down to the ocean. We're going to go for a delicious lunch. So I'm just excited to step into this weekend. I love it. Well, I'm excited that I have just purchased this brand new mountain home at the foothill of the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. So I've been in the relocation process, which has been awesome and uh, just filled with so much possibility. And the other thing I'm most excited about is being right here right now. I mean, this present moment, because this present moment has infinite possibilities within it. I'm excited to connect with everyone who's listening right now, because I know everyone who's listening has a unique gift and they're here for a purpose. So I'm super excited to be here, totally present with you and exploring that purpose so that everyone who's listening right now receives what they came here to receive and even more. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. We love everyone listening. So okay, you're new. This is a new home that you're living in. That's so exciting. And I always feel like when I'm moving, there's like a sense of ungroundedness until I'm completely settled. But I'm, I'm wondering, is that I, like, do you have that when you're in the mountains or do you already feel grounded? <laughs> I feel like totally connected. I feel like in sync with the womb of nature. I'm so grateful. I felt called to be here. And it was interesting because this is a manifestation that is reflecting what's been in my meditation and it showed up even more magnificent than I imagined. So it's just cool. Uh, It always does, doesn't it? You know, when you're clear and you're not attached, it's so important. I think a lot of times people think they want a particular thing and they get so attached to how they want it to show up that they cut off the creative powers of it coming to you even more magnificent than you can imagine. So obviously it's important to be clear on intention and take action towards that intention while being open, totally expanded into the infinite possibility. Yes, this or better. (laughs) Yes, so it is. Yes. Amazing. I want to do a chakra shout out. So today I'm going to shout out an amazing lady named Elizabeth Molina. She's a TEDx speaker and we had her on the show. She's actually a beauty guru, but the way that she works with people is she supports them to use any like beauty insecurities that they have to find the deeper cause. 
and the deeper reason behind it. And then they kind of work on kind of like the inside and the outside steps to become your inner goddess and and your most radiant self. Um, She's actually given me all the info and tips. She thinks I need to start doing coffee enemas. So I'll keep you guys posted. What's her name? Her name is Elizabeth Molina. Okay. Yeah, her Instagram is sounds like a, a Spanish goddess. Molina. She is, yeah, she's stunning. Like she is a complete Spanish goddess. It's her Instagram is Elizabeth two underscores and then Molina M O L I N A. So shouting her out. Who would you like to shout out? Oh my goodness, so many people that come to mind to shout out. How do we narrow it down to one? I've been connected with my dear friend Michael Beckwith, so I'll shout out to him. Michael is a luminary and a amazing being uh of light are, are we shouting out goddesses or are we shouting out anyone oh anyone we're, we're <laughs> okay. great with men too <laughs> i've got we've got i've got a bunch of goddesses to shout out as well but michael's been such a uh, a spiritual brother and such an amazing presence in my heart and in my life oh. and uh you know that's so powerful when we can come together yes in this way in community yeah and uh, if, you, if you're not familiar with Michael Beckwith and the Agape Spiritual Center and that community, they are empowering, inspiring, uplifting, and, and transmitting uh, divine wisdom and understanding. So it's an awesome place to plug in. Ooh, okay. How do you spell Beckwith? Beckwith. Oh, B- found him. Oh, easy. Beckwith. Yeah. B-E-C-K-W-I-T-H. And he's doing a lot of stuff with Mind Valley. He teaches a lot about meditation and visualization. Yeah. Actually, his teachings and mine come into unity very powerfully. He wrote the he wrote the uh, forward of my book. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, yeah, he looks like a big deal. So I'm glad that I know who he is now. Thank you. Yeah, I did. Are you meeting him for the first time right now? Just meeting him for the first time. Oh my goodness. So everyone who's listening, you could go post something on my dear friend, Michael Beckwith's yes. wall and tell him that his little sister, Nyurka, did a shout out. Oh, Nyurka <laughs> sent us. <laughs> Yay. Okay. I love that. So let's jump in to our rapid fire questions. What is your morning ritual? Okay. Gratitude. Mm-hmm. Waking up and tuning in to the love, the gratitude, the ultimate reality that is happening that flows in as and through us and all existence. Mm. And from that place, it's living mindfully, mindfulness, being present and bringing the attention to the present moment because it's so easy sometimes. I know when there's a lot going on, business and things of this nature that your thought you can wake up in the morning and have a thought get sucked into something that you've got to do for the day or some problem that you've, you know, that you're intending to solve or something of that nature and really allowing uh, a practice of breathing mindfulness to bring back to the present moment in that place. Mm. And then I also, I'm a, you know, I'm a yogi practitioner and yoga is often so misunderstood. You know, people think of it only as like this exercise that you go to like a vinyasa class, but there's so many different expressions of yoga and different yogas for different temperaments. So, Mm -hmm. uh, for example, Janana yoga is the yoga of knowledge. So feeding yourself something, I mean, that's more of like my evening practice actually, rather than my morning practice, more of my reading and study and things of that nature morning, there's a lot of devotion. 
Mm-hmm. So it's the bhakti yoga. It is the devotion. Like, what am I inspired to give? What am I inspired to create? What is, and, and tuning into that, knowing that I already have a plan. I don't wake up in the morning and create a plan. The plan's already set of what it is that I'm you know, committed to create that day. So it's really coming into what I call the supreme attunement. <laughs> so the, the supreme attunement is, is coming into that place where we are uh, clear, present, available mm-hmm. to the infinite possibilities all around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that place, I make a cup of coffee. <laughs> and of it's just, I've seen, met a lot of people that have thoughts about coffee or, you know, yeah. tea, it's more spiritual than coffee. I know. I like I've always, cup of coffee. I know. I was, so I was one of those like anti-coffee snobs for a long time. And then I think like two years ago, I, I went to Europe and I started having coffee every morning and I was like, this is, this is a thing now I'm just doing it. And I don't need it. I don't need it, but I don't need it. I just love it. I love I don't it. Need it. I desire it. <laughs> I go to bed excited to have coffee in the morning. <laughs> And I get creative with my coffee too. Like I'll buy all these different types of nut milks and oat milks and, you know, and I'll get creative. And so I I do enjoy a coffee ritual. I even have a coffee invocation. (laughs) We'll save that for a future episode. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I have a, um, a rose powder that I've been putting into my oat milk and frothing it all together. So it's like a pink froth and then I put it on top. It's so delicious. You got to share that with me because rose, you know, that's one of my favorite essential oils. Mm-hmm. And I remember years ago, I went to Bavaria on this tour with this movie that I was on called Discover the Gift. And this movie was all about finding your purpose, finding your gift. And uh, I met this gentleman who owned this big, beautiful essential oil company. And his whole office was like sacred geometry when you came in. It was magnificent. And he gifted me this bottle of rose oil. And I remember it was like 10,000 roses in this like little tiny bottle. And I took some of that and I put it right on my third eye. Mm. And it was just like, boom, it's like such a powerfully pure activation. Wow. Um, What was this brand? Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, it'll I think it's like prima. This was when I was on tour with Discover the Gift. It was back in 2010. Oh, okay. Because I just did a throwback Thursday post on this this last week about this specific tour because it came up okay. on my memories. Um well, I think the company's name is now. Primavera. Oh, Primavera. Okay, perfect. In, we're gonna in, in we're gonna Bavaria, try it. But I'm sure. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, our, our assistant will try and find it and try to post a link for everyone. Yeah, it's um, if you find the biggest essential oil company in Bavaria. Okay, that's, that's the one. That's the guy. Oh what is your favorite crystal of the moment? My favorite crystal of the moment. I was blessed to be gifted a crystal by one of our students and graduates of all of my courses, and her name is Master Mary Lag Mendoza. And she is one of nine successors of a community that does this energy work, this healing work called pranic healing. And she brought me this crystal, like this amazing, beautifully purified and consecrated crystal that has this gold activating wand on the inside of it. So, you know, if if you were to say to me, what's my favorite crystal? It's right before me in front of me in my altar right now. So I'm looking straight at that one. So I'd say, I love that healing crystal. I love a wand vibe. Um, okay. What is your Zodiac is what's your sun, your moon, and your rising? Well, that depends if you're talking about Eastern astrology or Western astrology, what's your okay. fate? 
What's your go-to? <laughs> well, I go to I go to different ones for different purposes. So in the Western astrological system, yeah. which is what you know most people like use. adhere to when you look at the horoscope, right? Yeah. Um, my sun is in Scorpio. Ooh. My moon is in Cancer. Okay. And my rising is Pisces. That's a lot of tears. So that's a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tsunami of divine inspiration is coming. You, you know. present with so much fire. <laughs> that would, now what's interesting is when you look at the Vedic system and yeah. the, difference the Vedic system is the Vedic system looks more at the constellations. Mm. And, you know, everyone who's listening, you could check out, I did a podcast, I think it's episode 10 with one of the world's leading Vedic astrologers. I mean, this woman is on the frontier of astrology. Her name is Joni Patri. And I don't know if we were supposed to do a second shout out, but shout out to Joni over here. <laughs> and she actually predicted COVID before it even happened. Wow. Yeah, she's predicted a lot of things. But anyways, so she's the one that's kind of given me a lot of insights into the, the uh, Vedic astrology, which again is the constellation. So there my rising is Aquarius and in okay. the Eastern uh, the rising is what sets the chart. Okay. So this is all about this new awakening of consciousness yes. that is happening right now that we're all a part of everyone. We're all a part of it. I'm yeah, an Aquarius we're on the frontier of this. Yes. I'm a, in Western astrology. I'm an Aquarius sun. So I feel, I feel it hard. You're in a, you're an Aquarius sun. Okay. Yes, yes. And where's your moon in your rising? My moon is in Sagittarius, which means like major rage <laughs> and, and that checks okay. out um and my rising is a leo okay yeah very cool yes i've got like fire and air everywhere zero water in my chart it's crazy. interesting hmm. <laughs> okay let's talk about you i want to know about your spiritual awakening and when it became your life's work my spiritual awakening i knew that i arrived with a purpose, but I had no idea what that was. There was a lot of confusion early on in my early years because it wasn't really recognized by my family or the people around me. And uh, a lot of the things that I saw in the world didn't really make sense to me. Like I had my own inner compass. So I started asking questions at a very young age, like who am I and what is my purpose and why am I here? And what am I here to fulfill? Like, what is my destiny? And these were questions that were in my consciousness like really early on, I almost thought it was crazy that people would wake up and get in a car and go to work if you couldn't answer these questions. Yeah. So that sparked me on a quest. And then I had a turning point in my life when I was 12 years old, my parents changed religions mm -hmm. and they went from, you know, we grew up Roman Catholic and I always loved the ceremony of Catholicism, although I didn't like things like confession. I was like, Hey, I've got a direct connection. I don't need to sit in a box, <laughs> you know, and talk to somebody I, I can go direct. Uh, but when I was 12, my parents had uh, a lot of traumatic experience around my brother's addictions, mm. and that caused them to uh, switch religions. Wow. And in that moment, it was like everything changed. They pulled me out of school. They forbid me to listen to rock and roll music. They forbid me to wear certain clothes. It was like it was really an outrageous shift. Mm. And it was in that moment that I started really going even deeper mm. to find truth because I had a real big issue with certain belief systems that condemned other belief systems mm -hmm. to be, you know, condemned to hell for all eternity as an example. So to me, that just didn't make sense. So what it did is it launched a profound devotional quest to find truth, to find answers mm -hmm. and to discover who am I and my purpose and, and why am I here? And the discovery of that has been the greatest, most fulfilling joy. 
Oh, I love that. And what, how old were you when you turned this into a business? Turned it into a business pretty early on. I was kind of entrepreneurial at an early age. I just yeah, I'm like, if you it so much. At 12, then like. <laughs> I mean, I was like, it, even when I was younger than that, I was like, uh, yeah. I was, I was, I was doing little entrepreneurial things yeah. as a, uh, as a child. What happened for me is I ran away from home when I was 15 years old. Oh, wow. I, I just, and I plotted my runaway for three years because mm-hmm. I was so traumatized from so much of my upbringing. I made a decision early on. I realized that it was important for me to figure out how to make money mm-hmm. because in the absence of having money, I was in a precarious situation, a vulnerable situation as a young girl, quite literally on the streets. And that money would give me the freedom to be able to dive into what was most important to me, which is the understanding of the deeper questions mm-hmm. that I knew I had to answer mm-hmm. in order to live the, the most incredible life that I could live. Like I could not do that without having an understanding of these essential questions. Mm-hmm. So I launched my business. Um, well, it's interesting because I had a few sales jobs before I launched my business. Mm-hmm. I kind of got my got my teeth in the business world and sales because nobody would hire me. Yeah. And I learned to master the art of communication and the art of communicating in a way that really inspired someone into action. Yes. I love that you pointed that out because I've never actually um, acknowledged as much as I should have how much sale, like learning sales first and foremost has helped me as well. And I think because it's uh, like you said, it's mastering communication and it's not about, uh, I feel like when people think of sales, they think of it as this kind of like sleazy car salesman, but it's really about knowing that what you have is going to help someone and knowing how to communicate that in an effective way. So I love that correlation. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a foundation because there's so many people on the planet that have something of value to bring to the world that people don't know about it. I love that you talk about being multidimensional because that's how I live my life. Yes. Yes. Having us be activated multidimensionally in all these areas, the business woman, the, you know, sensual goddess, the dearest friend The you know, I, I teach a women's empowerment experience where I guide women through all. And it's not just women, the men too, where I shout out to the men. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, I want to talk about that because you, I know you have that uh, program uh, where you support women and tapping into, you know, their family, business, sensuality, sexuality, spirituality, community, so if we're, if we're kind of thinking, okay, I have to up-level all those things, it can feel really overwhelming. So where can we start on really getting all of those things aligned? That's such a great question. One place to, that's awesome to start is with your health. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. having your mind, body, spirit connection coming into alignment will begin to create clarity in your mind. So like starting with, okay, how am I nurturing my body? How am I caring for my health? A lot of this has to do with the state that you're in. Yeah. So the state that we're in influences the choices that we make. Mm -hmm. So the prerequisite even to that is what state are you in? That's number one. Are you in a clear, present, ready, available, enthusiastic, grateful state? Or are you in a stressed, anxious, fearful, bored, uh, confused state, right? So the quality of our lives mirrors the quality of the states that we frequent. So the first thing I would say to someone is awareness. 
First key is awareness. What state are you in? And from a place of awareness, the moment you become aware of a state, you can step out of it. You can snap out of it. You could go, okay, this isn't who I am. Mm. And one fast way to snap out of it is through your body. How we move our body influences how we feel. So motion creates emotion. Tony Robbins talks about that from my background. You know, I traveled with him for, for, for many years mm. uh, before I launched my company in the year 2000. So be mindful of how you're moving. So awareness, state, physiology, your body. Are you slouching into yourself? Or are you sitting tall, poised, expanded, feeling a sense of expansion within your body temple? And then from there, I would say, I've given you more than the first step. (laughs) The questions you ask. Are you asking questions that open doors of possibility? Or are you asking questions that expand on problems or judgments? Ooh, that's such a good one. And I think uh, that's, I feel like some people are, it's hard to look at, like people don't want to admit that they're asking the wrong questions or they don't want to admit that they're um, being closed off or complaining. Like they get into this victim kind of mindset. And I know you talk a lot about like the mind OS, how can we kind of reprogram that mind OS from victim victimhood or like feeling like we're not enough or feeling like we're never going to be able to have what we want. That's the work I lead in my transformation my live transformational courses and experiences. I mean, it's like we go, we surgically go in to create Mm -hmm. transformation and change. Mm -hmm. So the first question I have in the reconstructing of the operating system, right? Reconstructing it in a way that you release the things that don't serve you and you bring in the things that, are, that, that do serve you that are in alignment with who you really are at the core. The first question I ask people, well, the first question I ask usually is people come to me either because they wanna scale to another level or they come to me because they've got a problem they wanna break through and solve. That's usually what inspires someone to meet me for the first time. Mm-hmm. So if they're experiencing some level of operating system that isn't working, right? It's like the blueprint is causing them to, and what do I mean by that? Let's, let's, let, let's break that down to examples so people know what we mean by that. It's like, if somebody believes that, you know, they can't do, they can't make an abundant amount of money doing what they love. Or if someone believes that they're just a fat person, or if someone believes that they, uh, you know, these beliefs that we have that are also linked to identity. Mm-hmm. That's what drives behavior. And so many times people want to take a different action, but that action isn't in alignment with their identity, how they see themselves. So they sabotage. Mm-hmm. So the, the first thing is I would uncover what's the problem. And then I ask this question. It's interesting. I say, are you ready to let it go? Are you ready to let go of that problem? And for mm-hmm. some people, they'd say it's procrastination. You know what? One of the big one is what is that? People feeling not good enough. Yes. About something. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like, there's this underlying sensation of not being enough. Mm-hmm. And the first question I ask is, are you ready to let it go mm-hmm. right here and right now within every cell of your being fully and completely, and to be totally aware of it consciously, are you ready to let that go? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to see both the verbal and nonverbal communication. When I ask that question, because some people are at an absolute yes, like they've hit threshold. They're ready to go. Yeah. Where other people are like, uh, yeah, it'd be nice. Like, I'd like to like, sure. Yeah. So you could tell there's not like a full on congruent readiness to embody 
how you talk about, right? To embody that next level of our evolution, that 5D self. Yes. I love that you mentioned like weight in that because I, I've gone on my own health journey and I, I used to kind of mock people who would work out all the time or eat really healthy. And I wasn't ready to let that go. And until I let that go and I was like, no, I can be the person that, that, that does those things. Like that was when everything changed for me. So I love that how your beliefs affect your actions. Oh, totally. Your actions are the results of your beliefs. Actually actions, a lot of people, that's what they focus on trying to change your actions, but the beliefs are driven by subconscious core values that are fueled by an underlying identity. So true. Identity is like the, always the problem. So yeah, exactly. So I know we all want to kind of, you know, expand beyond what we you know, logically think is possible. And you teach about quantum leaping. So how do you describe quantum leaping and how it works? Yes. So I have a transformational weekend course that uh, pre-COVID was on tour and now we're going to, we're delivering it virtually. And the name of the course is quantum leap your life. And I borrowed that term from quantum physics, Whereas in physics, and I won't get into all of the physics details, you could research that, but there's something very mysterious that happens at the subatomic level where an electron can literally jump from one orbit to a completely different orbit, like a jump. It's not this gradual, you know, progression, if you will, it's a jump. So the idea is imagine if you can jump, if you can literally have a quantum leap from where you currently are into the you that is the highest and fullest version of of the the embodiment of your infinite potential actualized right now. What would that look like? What would that sound like? What would that feel like? What would be different about it? So what happens with Quantum Leap Your Life is, is one is- Okay, so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout 
And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Having a vision of it, right? Like creating a vision or activating a vision. And it's a holographic vision. It's like, it's happening all around of what that would look like, feel like, sound like, be like, be. And then from there, it's, specific awareness of the things that have blocked that so that you have, I mean, there's specific strategies and techniques that can release these old patterns when you understand them. Mm-hmm. What are some of the, the ways that you can release once you understand? Cause I feel like understanding is, I wouldn't say the easy part, but that's, that comes first. <laughs> and then it's like, but how do we let go? Like, how do we let go of this old belief or this old program or this old energy block? Oh boy, I got a lot of techniques for that. I got like a whole toolbox for that. So <laughs> I could give you a couple examples. Yeah, but give I give us you a- your, your top two faves. Say, so my top two faves. Okay, so we think of a think of our brain almost like a supercomputer. We code experiences differently at a, at a subconscious level. So, for example, if you think of a really awesome memory that you have like the moment that you, your first child was born or the moment that you, you know, got that big award or you think of like this awesome, you know, victory moment. That moment is coded in your consciousness with structure. It's big and bright and crisp and clear and panoramic and there's feelings about it. And, you know, it's stored in a particular way that's very different than something that happened to you many years ago that you just forgot about. Why did you forget about that one thing but these others have a greater impression? Mm-hmm. But let me give you a different example. Let's say that somebody has a, a limiting belief. Let me give you an example of a limiting belief, a belief. And they're often outside of conscious awareness. They don't even realize they have them. Mm-hmm. If somebody has a belief that does not serve them, someone may say, I'm too young to do that, or I don't have enough experience to do that. Or, um, I mean, maybe you could throw out a couple examples. Well, too. even uh, just like, I'm not good enough. Like I feel I'm like not I'm good enough. Like, That's yeah. such a big one. No matter yeah. what I do, it's not enough. I, yeah. No matter what I do, I can't get ahead. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear it in their language. You'll hear it in the choice, right? Infinite possibilities of what we could say. There's certain things that are said. So if I said to that person, as you think of that belief, do you have a picture? I could elicit how they are storing that belief at a subconscious level. This is advanced stuff we're talking about here, but this is the chakra girl community. So (laughs) you begin to elicit how that is stored at a subconscious level. If that belief is activated within them, it's likely big and bright and crisp and clear and fully panoramic. It's almost like you're sitting right in the middle of this activated movie and it's happening all around you. In other words, you are associated to the problem. The first step in transformation is we go from associated, being so associated to the problem, we're like, we're stuck in it. It's like we're in a frame. If I had a big frame as, that I use as a prop on my stages, I'd put my head in the frame right now and you'd, I'd be looking around where I can't see out of that frame. I'm stuck in it. I'm stuck in a frame of mind, right? The moment we can step outside of that frame and there's, there's different ways to do that. One way is to literally project and begin to observe the old you on a movie screen. So like the moment you do that, things start shifting. I'll give you another example to make it even more real. So we talked about a limiting belief that people have that plagues them. Like, let's say somebody has a limiting belief, I'm not good enough. The same, I would ask that same person the question, do you have a belief 
that used to be true, but it's not true for you anymore. It just no longer is. So what's something that you used to believe so much, but you just don't believe it anymore. Mm. And I give an example like Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, ruin it for anybody. (laughs) Yeah. When you were a child and you believed in Santa Claus, you stored Santa Claus differently back then. Right. When you thought about it, it was big and bright and crisp and clear and, you know, all of this. But now. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. You think about it. You don't think about it that way anymore. It's stored differently today than it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Right? Mm -hmm. So what if you could take a limiting belief and move it? Here's the, here's the technique. It takes a little while to teach it. I wish I could teach it to you fully in the session, but I'm going to tell you what it is. What if you could take a limiting belief and move that into the code, right? Like a computer software of a belief that used to be true, but no longer is. Mm. So you're kind of like carrying your, like, it's like Santa Claus and I'm not enough can live in the same house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sending I'm not enough to the North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) And then what if you could take a belief that you wish you had? Mm -hmm. Let's say you could take a belief you wish you had. Like what's a belief that you would say a lot of our listeners right now wish they had? Like I'm a billionaire. Okay. So you wish you had that belief. What if you could take a belief that you wish you had and move it into the code of a belief that you know for a fact is absolutely true as much as you know that the sun's going to rise tomorrow. Right. So this is all about how we're storing stuff with pictures, sounds, feelings, and internal dialogue Mm. in our, in our consciousness. Mm. I can give you a simpler technique. That one's a little more advanced, but I like that. So I'm like, how do we, I'm like, do we journal it? Do we just decide? Like, do we like tap on our head? Like, how do you, how do you give you a journaling exercise? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I'll give you, I'll give you a very powerful 
uh, journaling exercise. Okay. And this journaling exercise is, um, it's called quantum linguistics. It's an, it's an advanced exercise, but I can give you the instructions. You'll get it and you could do it. You just got to be committed to go all the way. Is everyone committed to go all the way with this journaling exercise? Yes, we are. <laughs> all the way. And then actually I'll give you the shortcut. I'll give you the cliff note version to it. Okay. Give me an example of a problem because this a journaling exercise is going to help them break through a problem. Okay. Say they've like hit a glass ceiling in their business. Okay. So glass ceiling is the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the journaling exercise and it's going to be like a brain floss. Everybody take out your brain floss. It's going to floss those old negative thoughts right out of your brain. The question is, and you can write this down, everyone, what wouldn't happen What would not happen, something wouldn't happen if I didn't have glass ceiling. Hmm. Okay, what wouldn't happen if I didn't have? Okay, so what's going to happen is the first time you hear this question, you're like a brain fry. I know, I'm like, wait, yeah. You're like, wait a minute, what what are we talking about here? Hold on a second, let me read it again, let me read it again. Because what happened, go ahead. I said my brain hurts. (laughs) Yes. And it's meant to, because what happens is when someone is stuck in a problem, they cannot see outside of it. Mm. That's why they keep recreating the problem. They're stuck in a particular quadrant of thinking. Right. The only way you can answer this question is you must come outside the boundaries of your previous thinking Mm. to even be able to answer it. Right. Right. So it's, it creates, this question has the power of creating new neural pathways in the brain. It's that profound. And, but you got to stick with it. You can't just answer a couple of things. This is like a 90 minute journaling exercise here for the, you know, committed goddesses (laughs) on, uh, on the, on our podcast. We're all going to do that. Yeah. So let's come up with a couple of examples just for them. So it's real for them. So what, so here you share with me, what wouldn't happen? Something would not happen if you didn't have glass ceiling. Okay. So what wouldn't happen? Glass ceiling. I wouldn't worry about money. Does that make yeah. sense? So okay. that would be gone. So worrying wouldn't yeah, happen. Yeah. Worrying wouldn't happen. Self-shame, self, you know, uh, that like, would be gone. Yeah. Insecurities, okay. uh, overwhelm, burnout, holding back, holding back. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So it takes a moment to even cognitize the question, but it brings you into a different state of consciousness. And mm-hmm. as you write it for like 90 minutes, like really go into it. And when you think you're done, keep going. And when you think you're done, keep going. And when you really, 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 really think you're done, you probably have about 20 more. <laughs> Yeah. And you'll feel like you had, you talked about a colonic earlier. You'll feel like you had an energetic spiritual colonic. (laughs) An exorcism. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is so juicy. Thank you. That is fabulous. I love that exercise. Everyone must go do it and let us know. Let us both know how it goes. Um, Okay. So now we're all ready to quantum leap. So I want to talk a little bit about kind of like opening new timelines and accessing like multi-dimensional versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. How do we call on the power of those other versions of us into this realm? Through meditation. I would say through transcendence mm-hmm. and through a meditative practice where there's a state in meditation 
that we go into where you can literally feel yourself. It's like as this overlighting presence mm -hmm. where you are transcendent of time, mm -hmm. where you're not in this linear space of time, where time is uh, experienced as all of the different things in time are experiences happening simultaneously, just at different points in space. Mm. So as we can come into this meditation and there's so many different practices, literally tap in, call it like, call it in with your intention mm -hmm. to tap into the master you that is a master of this, to tap into the master you that has, you know, cause there's different timelines. This ties right into a course that I lead in advanced course called Neogenesis. Neogenesis is all about creating new beginnings in your life. Yeah. And Neogenesis. Yeah. It's, it's about creating a whole new beginning. Yeah. And in neogenesis, before I guide people into their future timelines, I guide them to release the traumas of their past timelines. Mm -hmm. And in these past timelines, there's information that's been stored and there's emotions that have been repressed. There's beliefs that have been made. There's decisions that were made along the way on those timelines that play themselves out throughout life. And they continue to play themselves out until we wake up and we realize this isn't who I am. This is just an imprint. This is just an impression. Who I am is greater than all of this. Who I am is I am. Like, period, right? So what happens when I guide people on these timelines is I guide them to the root cause of what has been blocking them at a subconscious level. And at the root the very first imprint, the primary emotions of anger, sadness, fear, guilt, shame, those are the ones that are stored there that create a misapprehension. They literally block awareness and reason and consciousness. Mm -hmm. So when we go back in this profoundly safe space, it's like this cocoon of transformation. It's like this spiritually, you know, with this womb to rebirth, to re, you know, it's the journey of the Phoenix. That is the symbol of the, of this course. And the Phoenix is, you know, when you look at the mythology, the Phoenix knows that it's time has come. It's time to die to the old self and be reborn. I'm getting into the story of the Phoenix, but it's such a beautiful mythology and a metaphor for our lives because we are the Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And for those of you listening, if you know that the time has come to let go of an old part of yourself and step into who you are, this is the conversation we're having here right now. Mm -hmm. And first it's the, the, the awareness of the gifts that are buried within your deepest challenges. Mm -hmm. That once you can in discover and integrate the gifts and release the energy and the trauma, what happens is that the Five, the 5D timelines, the Christ did, right? The, the, the universal consciousness, the, the, the Christ consciousness, if you will. What do I mean by that? Somebody might not know what we mean by that. We're talking about a unified field of divine love. We're talking about a level of consciousness that recognizes that the same life force breathing you right now is breathing me. That's what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. The same life force that's beating your heart's beating my heart. And we've been all conditioned to think that you're so separate from me. And the person on that side of the river is different than we are and blah, blah, blah. But that's not what really what's going on. I'm getting fired up, chakra. Body. I love it. It's so, love. <laughs> so, so to wrap it up is this, because this is a profound conversation. It takes me four days to guide this profound experience. It is life-changing, full-on life-changing, like before and after. 
uh, is this, is as you release the traumas, the negative emotions, the limiting decisions and the limiting beliefs that have been encoded in the past timelines, what happens is that your authentic self begins to emerge in the presence of that awakening. And then your timeline literally recontextualizes itself in light of your, who you are being, your presence in that moment. Mm. I love that. I recently just read something or it was a video or something and they were talking about how every decision we make opens up a new timeline. And if we're making decisions from a place of fear or shame, then we're opening up a timeline that is ultimately going to lead us down a path of fear and shame. But if we open up a timeline from our authentic powers and our innate, uh, you know, our innate gifts and powers, then that is when our soul essence can really shine. And when we can actually, that's where the manifestation happens. That's like the vortex of manifestation. So beautiful and powerful. At another time, we'll see if maybe we can guide everyone through a visualization. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. I'm like, tell us everything. Oh, I love, love, love this. Um, Sadly, we are running out of time. So we will have to switch to our, our next segment. Uh, manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the manifestation that came out of it. So I will go first. So I had just major overwhelm before a photo shoot this week and I was just dropping the ball and I just didn't have enough time to do stuff. And I was just letting, and I was like, what, like, where is this overwhelm coming from? Like I do photo shoots all the time and I was just making it a problem. Like, even though I love a photo shoot and I realized like it was like old insecurities about my looks or are people going to be mad at me? You know, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a makeup artist. There's I'm booking a space. There's a photographer, you know, am I detailed enough in my overview for them? Like I was so worried about what people thought. And I, I, it was like an old version of me kind of coming back up and draining my energy. And, um, I just kind of made the decision in that moment to be like, I'm going to remove myself from this. It doesn't matter what I look like. I stand by everything that I do and say, so it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks about me and no one cares what I look like. (laughs) So I, once I just kind of like set those boundaries and kind of, I kind of like cut cords with, thinking people were going to be like disappointed. And I kind of just reclaimed my power. I randomly like got a message from a hair salon that asked if I wanted to come in for a free service the day before my photo shoot. And it just happened to be at like the only time on my calendar that would work. And I was like, okay, this is like the little zhuzh, this little zhuzh up that I need to just kind of feel a little bit more confident and a little bit more ready. And I feel a little bit more pampered and take some time out to relax before I go into this. So it was like, once I, it was all about that reclamation of power for me. I love that. How yeah. fun. When do we get to see the pictures? Oh, soon. <laughs> I'm posting a sneak peek today. <laughs> okay, cool. So the, so we're talking about a recent, uh, yeah. Recent. I mean, whatever comes to mind. Yeah. There's another well, when I think of meltdown, I wouldn't, I mean, I had something recently that, uh, that I'll share with you because it yeah. just, it, it, it got me upset. Yeah. Like I was pissed off about it, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And, um, so, so that one's recent because it just happened a few weeks ago. So I'll share that one. But I, when you say meltdown, I remembered like one, like a long time ago that I would definitely call like the word meltdown. A real meltdown. <laughs> I brought on board and, and I was, I was so 
upset about this. And then I was upset that I was so upset. I was like, okay, you just got to let this go. And what it is, is I uh, brought on board this marketing agency that had been recommended to me at a high retainer, at a very high retainer. I mean, it was like $12,000 for their first, you know, month of work. And what I found was that they completely over-promised and over-delivered and checked out and were doing things that were so unprofessional and so out of alignment. And I trusted this person. And in that moment, I found myself kind of getting down on myself, like, come on, Yurka, you paid these people up front and you know that in business, mm-hmm. you know, you should have had a little bit more dialogue. You should have had a little bit more, you know, and what, what happened was I had a short time frame on a project. They were referred to me by someone that I trusted and I didn't do the due diligence to the level in which I'm, you know, that I do in business to understand, Hey, what are the deliverables that are going to come from this investment? And what I found myself was shortly out of the gate, being super frustrated about feeling a gap between my expectation of deliverables and what they were actually turning in. Mm-hmm. And I started noticing that it was almost like I would wake up at like 2 a.m. and I was thinking to myself, I can't believe they haven't turned in that particular deliverable. And I'm like, okay, this is not cool. I don't want to wake up at 2 a.m. And this is the first thought I have. This is not okay. Yeah. So uh, coming into a place of accepting I think there was an acceptance that I had made the decision uh, a little more hastily mm. in the sense that I should have outlined the deliverables rather than just trusting that right. they were going to achieve a result. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one is accepting my kind of part in that and then coming into the realization that there was a, like a learning and a decision. Okay. Here's what I'm not going to do. Here's what I'm going to do differently in the future. And I think that's so important when you have these problems that show up that challenge you, there's a moment of clarity that can come that when you get the lesson and you integrate it, it won't happen again in the future. And that's so important. So really coming into the clarity of, okay, what's the lesson for me here right now? Mm -hmm. And then the surrendering of the upset, because uh, frankly, I was feeling cheated on this whole deal. Mm. Um, And then I realized that my state is more important than anything here. That even though I've experienced loss in this and like a big headache and loss from it, that my state is more important than that. Mm -hmm. So reattuning into a place of okay, what am I grateful for right now? What am I going to do differently? And coming into a place of releasing it and uh, moving on. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing to be. My whole life's work is so much about freedom and love, liberation, walking the path of liberation. So it's catching ourselves these moments where we don't feel liberated by something, where we feel sucked in or stuck or just kind of like, and then the breath is so powerful. The mind controls the body, but the breath directs the mind. Mm. And I will share with you, you talk about meltdown. Anytime somebody's in that type of state, there's a breath that goes with that. That's very different than the coherent present breath. That is the you in attunement with who you really are at the core. Mm. So the, the, the practice would be the returning to the breath. Mm. And bringing it back. And that kind of brings us full circle because one of the first things we talked about was our physical body and how that's, you know, 
that can be the key and the code to, to being the solution of what's happening energetically, emotionally, and our body is really kind of that thermometer for us to check in. Yeah. Listen to the body temple. Love the body temple. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This has been so amazing. I'm like, I want to take that four day workshop ASAP. Sounds amazing. Um, So what, so where can everyone find you, your courses? How can we work with you? Totally. So a few things. One is check out my website for sure. And we're in the process of just giving that website a whole new fresh facelift. So that's coming soon. So that's at www.nyurkainc.com, which is N-I-U-R-K-A-I-N-C.com. And that's also Nyurka's a spelling of my name. <laughs> and then when you go to my website, you can see all the social media handles at the bottom. Let's definitely be connected on social media. Yes. So I'm on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Nyurka Inc. I'm also on Instagram. I'm on Instagram as uh, Nyurka. Let's see. Actually, I'm on Instagram as Nyurka Inc. also. And then uh, I'm on Twitter at, uh, it's Twitter has a different one. And actually, I'll get you Twitter in one second. I have a gift for all of you also that I'm putting together for the Chakra Girl community. So this gift is going to be at nyurkainc.com forward slash Chakra Girl gift. No hyphens. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I love like a, a gift. One of yeah, my love languages. Cool... Say it again. One, one of my love languages. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That'll be a great teaching that I did years ago. It's one of the oldies, but goodies on how to communicate with purpose, poise, and power. So. Oh my gosh. Yay. We can't wait for the gift. Thank you so you much. You're so welcome. And we're going to link everyone to everything. So make sure yep. you check out the show. And I'm. Yep. At Twitter, I'm at I, I am Nyurka. Yes. Okay. We'll link you to that as well. So and LinkedIn too. We're over there as well. So, so you're all, all the places. Are you on TikTok? <laughs> you know what? I've, I've not been on TikTok, but we're in the process of hiring a social media manager right now. That's a position we're looking for. So that all the platforms are on their radar. I know I had to do that as well. Cause I'm like, I am, I don't, I'm not up on the TikTok. I'm going to need to hire someone to do this for yeah. me. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. This has been so fabulous, soul expanding and heart opening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for all the wisdom that you've shared with us and everyone listening. Thank you so much for showing up. And I know that you've gained so much clarity and insight today. Make sure you go and implement all of these amazing practices, check out everything Nierka and have the best day guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you got to give if you want to receive. Also make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakra girl co and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.